It is time for another Bob's Red Mill Grain Quiz. And this week, we've got a treat. It's our producer, Caroline Rickert, in the studio with me. Caroline, do you love granola? I do. I eat it for breakfast often. Well, I'm going to see how much you know about it. Bob's Red Mill's pan-baked granola is a 100% whole grain product. And what does that mean, 100% whole grain? I thought you were going to give me options. (laughs) (laughs) I just have to answer this? Okay. (laughs) Whole grain means that the whole thing is there, obviously. There's all the nutritional part, the endosperm, the bran, the germ. You nailed it. See, see, we didn't have to throw you multiple choice. You're absolutely right. Bob's Red Mill Pan-Baked Granola contains all the nutrition that whole grains offer, and it comes in lots of delicious flavors like maple, sea salt, and coconut spice. That sounds great. For more information and a ton of delicious recipes, go to bobsredmill.com. Hey, Proof listeners, it's Bridget here. Now, today on Proof, it's a bonus episode, and we're going to have more of these coming out this summer where we are absolutely determined to answer your weird or unconventional food questions. Today in the booth with me, I have our producer, Sarah Joyner, and she's coming in to help us with a great question. Love this one. Now, this question comes from at Hanwha on Instagram. And the question is, is cereal soup? I love this. Is this the whole is a taco a sandwich? Yeah, yeah. This question about food categories is very near and dear to my heart, which is why I insisted on being the one to try to find the answer once and for all. I have a friend. Hello. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. And she is super brilliant. She's very, very annoying. And she has asked me this question before. We were driving to or from the beach. And I can't remember what. No, you were doing your new podcast. Ooh, you were doing your new podcast. And and that's when I got really annoyed about tomato ketchup and cereal being soup. Um, You were aghast at the audacity. It just seems like the the categories are like arbitrary. We've like attached a certain value to certain categories existing at certain times, but they actually fall apart when you start thinking about them. And that's, that's my issue. She has this argument that food categories are just constructs and that you can't actually enforce their boundaries and you can probably argue anything into any category, which for somebody with a type A personality like myself, is very annoying. Yes, you need to categorize things, right? Makes I need you, to. Your brain can make sense of things if they have labels. Things that come in bowls that have liquid generally are soup. But then cereal, we put it in a bowl and we cover it with a liquid. And it's cere- is cereal a soup? You know, we eat it with a spoon. We eat it in the same way. It's just, it's soup made of granola. It's carbohydrate soup. (laughs) That's only because it's a construct. That's the whole problem. It's a construct. So when I saw this question come in, when we asked for submissions from the public, I was shocked to see that there was somebody else out there like her who had the audacity to ask the question, is cereal a soup? Because, I mean, I don't know how you feel about this on the face of it, but it just inherently annoys me. Well, can we just have a baseline of what we mean by cereal? 
we mean cold, out-of-the-box, dried cereal, I right? Mean, I into suppose. a bowl of milk, not oatmeal or... Well, we'll get into okay, it. Okay, gotcha. But I think that when people ask the question, that's what they mean. They mean like Frosted Flakes. You right. know, is your Frosted Flakes with your milk your standard cereal when you close your eyes and you think of cereal? Well, my first reaction would be to get a poll of what everybody else thinks and then to say the opposite because that's the way I work. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, you know me and how I get into foods. You can't call soy milk milk. At least I I get uncomfortable with that. But soy juice sounds terrible. So mm-hmm. I get people naming things when it's not technically, you know, that what it actually is. So I don't know. Tell me more. I, I'm hoping to have a concrete answer today. I will give you a concrete answer. I did an investigation to answer the question, is cereal soup? And I think I have an answer for you. Really? Yeah, that's right. All right. So let's get into it. So the obvious place to start, what's the definition of soup anyways? In order to figure out if cereal is a soup, I need to know what a soup is so that I can determine that cereal is absolutely not a soup. Right. Merriam-Webster has three definitions of soups. The first, a liquid food, especially with a meat, fish, or vegetable stock as a base and often containing pieces of solid food. This definition does not help me at all because a liquid food, especially with meat, fish, or vegetable stock as a base, does not semantically eliminate soups that don't contain meat, fish, or vegetable stocks as a base. Right. It just says that it especially is, but if it's not, it doesn't eliminate it. So that's not helpful for me at all. Definition two, something such as a heavy fog or nitroglycerin having or suggesting the consistency or nutrient qualities of soup. I know what they're talking about. What are they talking about? Yeah, they're talking about it's like soup out there. You can almost feel it. No, it's like, it's just so murky. It's murky. murky. Okay, so that's that definition, which I feel like still does not apply to my question. And the third definition offered is an unfortunate predicament, which I would argue would make cereal a soup because this is a very unfortunate predicament (laughs) that I'm in right now. (laughs) Isn't it? Oh, and another soup definition that I found on the internet that is not Merriam-Webster, but I thought I would follow this trail anyways, is a sort of alternative slang use. And it's from Brooklyn circa the 70s and 80s. And it's like if someone's being like souped up or like, hey, you souping me up means that you're being like buttered up. Like you're trying to get something out of somebody. So you're like being overly complimentary. So I would say if you were bringing somebody cereal in order to get something out of them, then in that case, the cereal is the soup. You know so it's I mean? almost more like soup as a verb, being yeah. souped up. Being souped up is a verb. I know it, you use that when working on, on car <laughs> engines. <laughs> yes, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So if you are bribing somebody with cereal, then that cereal is a soup. And if you are pouring cereal on a car to make it better, then that cereal is a soup. I'm just... I'm getting desperate here, but I'm trying to make some connections. Oh, okay. Now, the first part of that, if you're bribing someone with cereal, then it's a soup. Well, okay. Because you're using the cereal to soup them up. Well, I'm just thinking about really hectic mornings. Uh-huh. Getting the kids quiet. Uh-huh. Here's some cereal. In that case. It's a soup. It's a soup. <laughs> I mean, we're stretching here, though, right? Sure. Okay, so let's move on. So because those definitions did not help, I kind of tried to think through what I thought a soup needed to be. And once you do that, you really start to get into some trouble, excluding cereal from the category. Because the fact of the matter is, there are legitimate soups 
of every kind, of every temperature, served at every time of day with whatever contents that effectively opened the door for cereal to walk into the category. So I figured we'd take them one by one. Number one, assumption, a soup should be served hot. Yeah, no, I consume gazpacho all summer long. Right, gazpacho, very legitimate cold soup. Right. So that does not eliminate cereal. Fishiswa, gazpacho, Mm -hmm. there are more. But effectively, you can't eliminate cereal on the basis that it's cold, is the point. Number two assumption. A soup should be prepared hot, even if it's served cold. But as you know, gazpacho is often prepared cold. So once again... That's not a criteria by which we can eliminate cereal. And I would actually argue that the cereal itself is probably prepared by heat treating it in the factory. You know, so... Sure. Well, so, it's baked into little flakes. Exactly. Right. Number three, assumption. A soup is not a breakfast food. Well, as you know, Japanese eat miso for breakfast right. in Japan. Menudo in Mexico mm-hmm. is a very common breakfast soup. There is also a breakfast soup called Ezogelin in Turkey. And there is a breakfast soup called Blabarsopa in Sweden, which brings me to the last assumption that a soup should not be sweet. Now I'm going to talk again about that Blabarsopa. It's not a made-up thing. It is a blueberry soup prepared with blueberries, water, sugar, and a thickener, either potato flour or cornstarch, and it's served either hot or cold for breakfast or maybe not. So basically, it checks all the boxes to open that door and let cereal walk into the soup category, and there's nothing that I can do about it. Hmm. Okay, so I decided to pursue a different angle. Stay with me here. We're going to get a little heady. Great. Who decides what things mean in the first place. I do, and Merriam-Webster. We are working together. Well, that is where I will disagree with you because what I've come to learn is that the writers of a dictionary are not to be considered the arbiters of truth. They are not the authority on what words mean. They are historians. That's true. They record how people use words. So, Merriam-Webster's definition didn't help me anyways, but we need to kind of throw out the assumption that a definition in a dictionary would be the end-all be-all of the true definition of soup because they're merely historians recording how people use the word. So in epistemology, there are many theories about how to determine truth. So there's like criteria of different kinds of ways to determine whether something is true or not. One criteria might be an expert testimony, for example. Another is a logical explanation of facts or just noticing some trends. But for our purposes, I'm interested in something called consensus gentium, which means the consensus of all people. Now, obviously, that can't be how you determine something is true in all cases. For example, everyone used to think that the world was flat and objectively it's not flat. So that wouldn't work in this situation. But because we know that dictionary writers are historians who just record how words are being used by us, I think that this consensus gentium criteria of truth actually puts the power of the soup definition in our hands because we are the ones who use words. Right. So you're saying that we control the narrative. I'm saying that cereal is a soup only if people think it is. And cereal is not a soup if people think that it's not. I don't know how to reflect on this. I mean, this is very heavy. Yeah. I'm going to be taking this to bed with me tonight. So I took a survey to find out if people think cereal is soup. Okay. 
and the overwhelming majority said no. Is cereal a soup? No. What? No. What? Is cereal soup? No right away. No. I don't consider cereals. No. God, no. No, it's not a soup. How do you define soup? A soup is a hot liquid base sometimes, but not always. <laughs> well, soup is cooked, typically, or at least softened. I mean, I guess gazpacho not cooked. Now, this is the interesting part. After talking through the reasons why with everybody, over half of those people changed their mind and changed their answer at the end of the conversation. So I was able to kind of throw out all of these things I learned, you know, like miso's eaten as breakfast in Japan and menudo in, as breakfast in Mexico and blah bar sopa is a sweet soup in Sweden. So if sweet and breakfast soups exist, then does cereal become a soup? Yes. And at the end of the conversations, over half of the people who initially said no had changed their answer to yes, or I don't know. All right, fine, cereal. I don't know if I will really go with you for cereal. It might be soup, but I can't really come up with an, <laughs> can't come up with an argument. Why not? How does that make you feel? <laughs> like I'm questioning everything I've ever known. <laughs> um, you don't look happy. No, I feel like I need to go to my desk and think about this for a while. <laughs> So was there an overwhelming consensus? We ended up pretty split, 40% saying no, 30% saying yes, and 25% saying I don't know. I know that doesn't add up to 100, but it's because I was rounding decimals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at a pie chart, though. My head just exploded right there. <laughs> I'm just going to say I do feel confident that if I were to talk to enough people that I could get everyone to change their answer to yes, cereal is a soup. So according to this theory of consensus gentium, cereal is not a soup, and the reason is because people don't think it is. When I asked everybody, almost everyone initially said no. You know, if I tried to change their minds, sure. maybe we got to yes, but I can't possibly change the minds of everybody, so we're just going to stick with that. The general consensus of the public is no, cereal is not a soup. There is one lone distinction that I would like to point to. There was a Reddit thread we found, and there was a commenter on it who brought up a very good point that while a soup is a sum of their parts, once you isolate those parts, they're no longer soup, right? And dry cereal is still cereal. So when you say, is cereal a soup, I would say no. But if you want to argue with me that cereal with milk is, we could argue about it. But that does not change the fact that most people think it's not. And so I conclude, based on the laws of consensus gentium, that cereal is not a soup. All right. Well, I'll buy that. All right. So this is about marketing. This is about a name. And we have to get a consensus on what we are branding or labeling cereal with milk, right? Yes. So if you want cereal with milk to be considered a soup, I suggest coming up with a soup-like name, spreading that name far and wide enough so that everybody agrees. And then, yeah, maybe you can turn cereal into a soup. Well, I've got to say thanks to our in-house cereal philosopher. It's a big job. Of course, that's Sarah Joyner. And thanks to at Hanwha and Sarah's friend Anushka for submitting this great question. And I'd love for you to keep tuning in every Thursday for more proof bonus episodes where we're going to answer more of your questions. And if you have a weird food question that you'd like for us to answer, 
then email proof at americastestkitchen.com. And be sure to stay tuned for season three of Proof coming this fall.